All right, boys, guys, welcome back to a new episode this week. I am your host, Henry Portillo, and my co-host, Sebastian Morales. And this week, Sebastian and I decided that we're going to kind of go more of the, uh, I guess, nerdy side, our weeaboo side. Yeah. Um, Sebastian and I, we actually, we've been in talks about talking about this um, in this part on our podcast, just because we enjoy this topic. And I know a lot of people that know of us enjoy this topic as well. But it's kind of, kind of segueing off last week episode think about it because we do talk about how in california we went and we visited that anime the store anime store bro it was so fucking nice it was so sick it was super packed because um we had to park like we had to park like what four stores no like probably 10 stores down just yeah. to walk it it was like a almost like a 10 minute yeah. nah, almost a 10 minute walk to get there yeah but basically it's the topic of relating to characters like fictional characters like fictional characters man it could be either um like actors that play a character so like real life acting or me and henry's case like anime cartoons whatever books whatever as well Um, and the reason i think like a lot of people can relate to this is because you get to see who you relate to the most as a character I think that's what gravitates people to like a certain character is you're able to relate to that specific character a lot or you're able to connect to a character very well. And I was going to ask you, what makes you like a character? The what most? makes me like a character? Yeah. I mean, I guess like their backstory, you know, for example, like ever since I was a kid, I was always like as long as I remember, I was always attracted to a very strong character, mm-hmm. in the sense of like the first person, the first character I can, like mentally remember of like I related to or I loved the most was the Hulk. Hulk was the really? first character. Yeah, as a kid, I just remember I just loved how he would get mad, very infuriated, and, and he'd be strong as shit. He'd be strong as shit, which he really is, and it's, it's just like I love that mm-hmm. shit. You okay, know, I love it a lot. What about you? I think. I'll probably go to the more relatable side or like their story really connects with me the most. I think um, recently I started watching All American on Netflix just because I saw it was like top 10 for Netflix in the US or something like that. Um, And it was a character that he was going through a lot as into going to another city, essentially another place to live, to play football and stuff like that and like leave his family behind. And the whole story has its problems as in like what the character faces and stuff. And you're able to connect with them very well because you feel really bad for him, like what the decisions he has to make and stuff like that. Other characters, uh, for me, uh, <laughs> I'm nervous talking about it, but it'd probably be uh, Naruto. Uh, just because... <laughs> Why are you so nervous, bro? I get, it's I a get safe nervous. space. Yeah, no, I know it's a safe space, but... I. <laughs> because the because growing up like in before I went to Byron so like all my guy friends know this like I I did not have friends whatsoever like before Byron and that was like five whatever years ago um and I was able to relate to Naruto the most because he was all by himself and I was always by myself as a kid growing up and yeah. stuff I didn't really have friends um in middle school and then for the first freshman and sophomore year of high school. It was like fake friends and like it was just like almost yeah. bullying. Arl Turner, like that. yeah, Arl Turner <laughs> High School. Let's go, Lion Carrollson. Yeah, 
and uh, I, and I relate to Naruto the most because like I I just felt of course on his side it's more over exaggerated because it's a fucking anime and stuff like that but I'm able to connect with that character the most because he was able he was still able to persevere like persevere through like thick and thin and what's crazy is like once he started being successful then everybody wanted to be his friends yeah. he was still able to keep his friends like the ones he cared most like in a tight circle but i was just able to relate to that character the most because that really hit my own feelings and i think because you're able to pick out what you see in a character because you're able to see in front of you right like you don't know how you are as a person are until you start like really thinking about whatever person you are and i think when you have a character to look at, like just put in front of you, you're mm-hmm. able to analyze that character a lot more and then pick pieces off that you relate to. Yeah. Um, that would have to be mine for sure. It's Naruto. That's probably like my favorite all time character for yeah, sure. That's, that's crazy. Cause um, like growing up and it's crazy to see it now. It's weird because growing up, you know, I was never into like anime and shit. Um, I always thought I was like whack as fuck. Like and it, it was, this was when I was a kid, like, I remember, like, I watched Pokemon and Digimon, but as a kid, you know, I didn't know oh it was anime. Digimon, I remember when that came out. Like, yeah. the fake fucking, <laughs> the fake Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, basically. And, like, I never thought, you know, like, everyone else, I think everyone thought it was a cartoon. And, and it was cool. Like, it was a cool show. But, you know, I grew up with, like, the OG's cartoons of, like, of, like, uh, you know, Courage of Carly Dog, Ed and Eddie, and all those OG Nickelodeon shows, too, Spongebob and shit like that, but I never liked anime, and it wasn't until, and I hope one, I was gonna, one day we'll get these guys in here for the podcast, but I was introduced to anime back in 2015, like 2014, uh, by these two guys, they kept talking about these two animes, they always talked about, at work, they always talk about DBZ and One Piece. They're obsessed with One Piece. Really? Yeah. And I, I remember, never got into One Piece. Yeah. And I remember like always hearing them talk. I'm like, oh, I will make, I'll talk shit to them. I'm like, hey, stop talking. Like, talking about anime. That's so like whack and shit like that. I'll, I'll make fun of them. Until so, like one day, I remember, I'll never forget this. It was like March 20, March of 2015. I was bored one night and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to check out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to check this out. What they keep talking about, it must be good, right? So I started watching DB Dragon Ball original 1984. Jesus, but, uh, and <laughs> I finished the show in within like week. Like I, uh, it was like 124 episodes. I finished that in a week, and I became upset. I was like, "Holy Dragon fuck!" Ball Dragon Ball with Dragon Ball, f- and I watched Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Oh yeah, because I remember it yeah. was separate, and then Dragon Ball Z. Came and then out. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, and it was just like, like crazy. Like it was like what the? Because f- it's so like there's so many cool scenes and like. The thing about anime, and you know, a lot of people I think will relate to the most, is like, it's not like like the fighting scenes and like the music and stuff. It's like the characters, you know, the characters, uh, the character relate to a lot of people in the sense of like, you know, like how you talked about perseverance and like how they came back from like whatever and like and they're hitting bottom and yeah, stuff and became a bottom and yeah, and that's basically what that's basically what Goku is, you know. And he's also a strong character, like you said. And he's whole. a strong character. Yeah. And it's crazy to see, because, like, for all you... Like, I'm a big DB, like, fan. I've watched all the DB, DBZ, DBS. And it's crazy to see Goku was just a low-level Saiyan. That's why Vegeta always tells him, oh, you're nothing but a low-class Saiyan. And to see him uh, to him grow up at Earth and, like, become a god now, that's fucking crazy. Didn't you... um, You didn't like Vegeta at first, right? 
Yeah. And then you start liking him. Yeah. So, so for, <laughs> like for you guys that like know me, like I used to like, I was the, I feel like I would say this probably. I feel like from all the boys, I was the OG of like watching anime for all of you guys. Like, I feel like I helped you watch more animes. I feel like, like, I feel like I was the OG before like you burst started watching it and everyone else. And I think because I was more like bursting, like you were only watching Naruto, but I watched like like all these other yeah, shows. I, I think at the time, like when I started watching Naruto, that's all the anime I was ever exposed to. Now, like it's hard for me to think like what was the second anime I ever watched. I think it was like high school. Oh no, it was uh, Seven Daily Sins. No, that was Golden my... Time. I think that was my second. Yeah. Was it my second? Yeah, I think Attack it was my Titan. second. You didn't watch Attack on Titan. Yeah, I did. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. Attack yeah. on Titan's fucking yeah. really good. I really, I really yeah. recommend that to other people. But what made you change on Vegeta's aspect? Because I remember we had this conversation about like why you used to hate him or not, or not even hate, like disliked him, but yeah. then you liked him because of why. So yeah, so a character change. Yeah, yeah. So like everyone knows, like there's always that one character that everyone hates, right? That's for me. I every anime I watch, any show I watch, there's always that one character I can't fucking stand. Stand, okay. So I, I don't watch, I don't watch anime that much anymore. But I remember last year, 2020, you know, it was the whole lockdown and shit. I rewatched DBZ. Mm. and I hated Vegeta because he was so he was that character, ignorant. He didn't care, selfish. But like, if you see him, like spoilers. If anyone, for every fucking reason, never well, it's like seen the DVZ. <laughs> but if you rewatch, like a lot of people love Vegeta more than Goku. Now I wonder why, you know, because Goku is like Superman, the Japanese version. You know, nice guy, powerful. Mm-hmm. But if you watch, if you watch DBZ, you understand Vegeta that he 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 came with the perspective of he's the prince of all saints. That's what he, that's what he is. So in his perspective, he's the all powerful, but oh, then he okay. gets humbled a lot. He gets his ass kicked. He's he, his pride is his biggest weakness. He's stubborn. So I kind of relate to that too because I'm stubborn. I have a huge pride, and he gets his ass kicked. And there's this scene where like he hates Goku, but he loves him at the same time because Goku is that guy that pushes him. There's mm-hmm. always that duel in in every anime, right? Okay, yeah. There's that guy that pushes you, and. And there's this scene, and I remember I watched it, and it's like it's like sad when you think about it, but like um, he sacrificing himself, and that's kind of like the turn of his character, because he was never like that. Oh, he didn't crap. care about anyone else, so he sacrificed himself to kill Majibu, was like fucking OP, and uh, he he said, "I'm doing this for my wife Bulma, my kid Trunk, and even for you, Kakarot." Like the guy that he oh, I remember, he always yeah. used to call him Kakarot. Yeah. That's all Goku. he calls him. He never calls him Goku. Kakarot so, <laughs> is the same name. So yeah, that's like a that's like a crazy scene. Like I rewatched that scene, I'm like, fuck. Like yeah, no he one... like pretty much blows himself up essentially. Yeah, right? he self destructs. Like he charges so much that he just he just blows the yeah. shit up. But okay. the, the thing is, like about like Vegeta is that, um, like Goku, he was yeah he came from the bottom, but he was taught by masters. Like he was taught by everyone else. Like he was taught by masters. He improved. Vegeta trained himself. And he kept up with Goku, and that's something like I respected the most, mm. you know, that he didn't need someone else to help him. He trained himself, and that's a cool. I, that that's something I didn't see when I first watched DBZ because I was so like I guess in love and stuff like that. Okay. About um Goku, but what I was gonna ask you is, like, what do you like? There's I feel like there's much more than like, 
like why people like shows like for example like me for example you and i always talk about star wars like we're so like he talked i'm not trying to put them on blast but i don't care Hubert, like he told me like when he first watched the trailer uh the force awakens he cried like he, he got so emotional like why mm. do you think is why is it that people like that get so like the fandom why is it that they're so fucking like like i think scenes that make you emotional and yeah. shit like holy fuck I think it's because uh, there's multiple, there's like a lot of add-ons put together. Essentially, I think it's first of all something you enjoy, like this show, whatever it is, gives you such much. Like you, you're happy when you watch it. Like you're yeah. excited to watch it, yeah. right? So there's that aspect of that one piece of that. Like you just enjoy the show in general. The other piece is also sharing the enjoyment with others, like. That overall humans, when you have something that you can connect with someone, like you're already improving, like not, not improving, but you're able to connect with them a lot more. So like you, Eric, Hubert, you guys love Star Wars. So you're able to talk about that, get excited together. Yeah. And when you're excited and happy together, it just amplifies it, I think mm -hmm. is what really happens. But also you're able to see... Uh, you're able to see how how it comes together. I'm not sure how to explain that really, but you're able to see how the story unfolds. Mm. And I think the goal of writers is for you to get connected to characters. characters That's why yeah. they make sure it's relatable, um, emotional, because when you look at shows, cartoon, anime, real life acting, typically those things will never happen in the real world. Like you never see someone, you might, who knows, but it's rare, right? put so much heart out in public, right? So you see like those anime characters crying in public, like get like crying, just showing so much emotion in front of everybody and they don't give a shit. And you're able to see like these things you won't see in the real world. If you do, I, I would say it's like super fucking rare. So that's why people are more highly emotionally invested in something. Yeah. Cause you also, it, I think and maybe it's also the mysteriousness of like, you don't know what's going to happen next that yeah. you like putting my, you you're at one point where you're pretty much so invested. You have to know what happens next. Yeah. The show could go complete shit and yeah. you still want to watch it. Cause you have to know what yeah. happens next. Definitely. So I think it's a mix. It's like a melting pot of all these things yeah. together that make you really connect to a show. And it's like also the, like the nostalgic, the music, you know, like you said, the storyline. The music, dude. Do the music. Bro. I oh, whoever writes music for like the scenes of like yeah, anime bro. scenes, cartoons, shows, like they do a phenomenal job because like <clears throat> you feel the emotions through the music yeah. as well. It's insane. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but there's like a famous like soundtrack from Naruto. I think the song is called Sad and Sorrow yeah. or Sorrow and Sad. Have you something seen my on YouTube that video before, <laughs> dude? She. They could fucking put Naruto eating ramen because that's what he likes. <laughs> and they fucking add that song. I'll probably tear up a little bit. Because <laughs> that song is so sad. fucking like you can hear the heart, bro. I don't yeah. know what it is, but you feel really sad yeah. when you hear music like that. I think that's the most. I think music and one's the most important aspect of a good um, mm. of show. You know, I could name like my top three favorite composers of any anything is. Um, Hans Zimmer, he's the one that made uh, Man of Steel compose yeah, Interstellar, Inspect, mm. uh, Inception. Interstellar soundtrack yeah. is fucking crazy. It's like emotional. I have that shit saved. I have a playlist specifically. Yeah. I have him. 
uh john williams mm. made all the classics Famous. and uh jeremy zuckerman which is the soundtrack of avatar and the avatar verse mm. so it's just music man that makes you feel you know i know i think it's almost like where it's like for me i think it's almost like 10 percent like 10 percent what's happening in the show and then 90 percent the music dude yeah it's like because oh, like Dude, it just amplifies that emotion so much. And the crazy thing about the talent that you need to do that is like, dude, these people are coming out with these this music out of their head. Yeah. Like, how do I feel when I see this? And they're able to compose that emotion into a song. So that's why I think it's like crazy talent when it comes to like music relating to scenes in the movie. Is yeah. they're able to like pretty much, I feel like their goal is to write a song or a piece that people who watch it, the audience are almost able to like, it. it's almost like a harmony thing, right? Yeah. You need the balance of the scene and the balance of the music to tie something together and make something really like a masterpiece on the scene. Yeah. It makes like it that. seem much Dude, it, makes it, it amplifies it. There's 100%. a lot. There's, I can, there's countless of countless of scenes of animes and shows that I've watched where the soundtrack is like, what the fuck? You know, like, yeah. For the I don't know the one I'm thinking about right now is Avengers Endgame mm-hmm. when he's like Avengers Assemble and like the music is playing. Oh yeah, you're yeah. like oh you get like <laughs> I get goosebumps like oh what the f-? like yeah. it's crazy. I definitely can connect with that, and also I think like the reason why, like for example like our friend's girlfriend like Dolores she loves Sailor Moon ah we don't know why she likes it so much yeah we but, don't understand why. <laughs> I'll say but who knows why she likes it but there's probably something that she can connect to with that character it's like. You just see what people like. Like, Eric loves Star Wars like you guys. And, like, you and Hubert. But I'm actually curious. Now that I'm prob- now that I'm saying this, I'm going to ask them, like, now that we're talking about this, what's their favorite character and why? Um, I think... So, your Israel, favorite character... So, mine's Naruto, no, bro. Of all 100%. Time. Oh, God, 100%, yeah. dude. When they... I'm sure they're going to kill him off in Burrito at some point. I've never watched Burrito. Cause like after Shippuden, I was like, I was done. When I first saw Burrito, I was like, ah, this is ass. <laughs> but I heard it got super Jeez. fucking good. So I'm yeah. gonna skip whatever episodes until the good parts. But like, dude, if they kill, Ner- I'm sure they're going to have to do it at some point. Yeah. Dude. When they kill off Naruto, I'm like, fuck. You cry? Yeah, hundred percent. When was the last time you cried in an anime? The last time I cried in an anime? Let's see. Oh God. I'm like I'm like going back to the memories of like when the last time I cried. I can't remember anime stuff right now, but the last time I cried in a, like a show was like um, All American. Like the dad. Spoiler alert! So you can skip this part. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> they their dad is like missing. Like he he's, he's like a beat, deadbeat dad or a deadbeat dad. And he like left the family eight years ago and the dude's littlest brother, the youngest brother, there's, there's only one younger brother. Um, he doesn't even know how his dad looks like and like how they were talking about it. And he finally sees his dad. I was like, that's really emotional. And I can't connect to that, even though I cannot connect. Cause thankfully I have my father in my life and my brothers know my father. I can't really connect to that aspect, but like it was so emotional because you can only imagine that pain. And I think that's also happens in like shows you watch. You might not relate, but you kind of, the music, the scene, the acting, you're able to like 
reflect from that and be like, damn, what if I was in that position? Yeah. Or that happens to me and shows like, damn, what happens yeah. if and like shit like that and like the most like memorable cry. I don't know how that makes sense, but the one that I remember the most is like Naruto meeting his mom for the first time. I was like, fuck. I was like, fuck. I was like, tears. I was like, dude, that like that, like, oh. If I were to watch it right now on camera, uh, you'll definitely see tears in my eyes for sure. 100%. And like when he was saying goodbye to uh, his father because he he was able to see his father for like a brief period of time. And he had to say goodbye. Because they were both dead? Yeah. Yeah, they're both dead. So he was able to see him for a brief period of time. And like I won't spoil it that because who knows who hasn't watched it. But essentially they're able to see each other for some time. Some episodes have some interactions and he has to finally say goodbye. And he says bye to his dad uh, on his birthday. Like all this emotional stuff happens on his birthday. And I'm like, dude, I'm dude, like, fuck. You know, and you talking all about this, man. Like I remember, you know, when I was, like I said, I don't watch anime as much anymore. I give my powers to you, Bert. But For uh, real, this honestly. man used to binge anime so much yeah. and now he doesn't but Huber yeah. does yeah he took it that yeah. man took i gave it to him he needs it more than i do but <laughs> no i just like i remember in 2015 2016 that was when i was like like balls deep into it and like the at the time i wasn't really like i was more like kind of like by myself before meeting you guys i was mm-hmm. you know alone so like i would like anime was my source of like uh, escape, escape uh, yeah same yeah. here and um the genre i would watch the most was romance and slice of life like I, I've seen more of I've seen more of romance and slice of life than I have with action anime. like shown in animes. Yeah, just because mm-hmm. like, just like for me it's like, for me it's like you know all that love and all that stuff you know whatever you know how I am I'm whatever with it, but like to see <laughs> others like to see that like in the anime and when you see that guy finally get with that girl that you want him to get together with, it yeah. brings me such joy. I'm like damn. I want that, but in the same time, I know I didn't get it. But like, it's like, damn, <laughs> it's like a good feeling. No, you know? I definitely feel you. Uh, like when Henry introduced me into like romance, slice of life anime, um, animes where the protagonist either it be a man or a woman, um, and the significant other, like when they have to face challenges together. Like, dude, Golden Time, I was like, fuck, bro. <laughs> that shit made me cry because I was like, because now, like, when I'm with Simran, like, I'm like, damn. Like, I'm a, I'm not able to relate because I didn't have those issues of Golden Time. But, like, I'm like, dude, I just couldn't imagine me and Simran going through that. Like, yeah. that is, like, super depressing and sad. Yeah. Like, now, like, Romance and Slice of Life, I'm just like, dude, that shit hurts. Like, yeah. and it's the fucking music, too. But I think, like, once you go through stages of your life, like, for me specifically, like, with having Simran for so long, um, like, romance shit, like, yeah. sad romance shit gets me hard, too. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Like, like, that hits that hits yeah. the heart hard. Like, it just hurts. Yeah, like, one anime I remember clearly is called Plastic Memories. Oh, I remember you talking and about that. I haven't watched it, but... I'm remembering it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, basically, what happens is it's a world of, like, androids. And these androids, they, you go hire an android, and they... they they're they're with you uh, they're contracted with you for a certain amount of time Mm. and this guy falls in love with this girl android and the thing that sucks is that after they're contracted like these after you're done with them they get their memory erased and they restart with another person and this dude knew it he knew it bro he knew it he knew it was gonna happen i'll never to this day i still remember and he still falls in love with her and she likes him 
and uh, they fall in love, but then she ends up forgetting memory, bro. I fucking cry. I almost cry. I was like, bro, you know, your throat gets dry. Dude, your throat gets dry. <laughs> it has that specific knot. Yeah. Like when you swallow like, or try to swallow water, like it just fucking hurts. Yeah, man. It's no, yeah. it's tough, man. That's that's the worst. That's dude. the shit that happens to me in my brain. It's like stuff like that. I was like, damn, what happens if like. I, I don't know why I think like that, but God forbid, like something happened to Sam or me where I forgot the other person yeah. or she forgot about me. That's some the notebook that's shit right like, there, bro. I'm like, dude, fuck. Yeah, that like, so that's sad. crazy. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, shit like that. Like, it makes me sad, but I like that shit because, like, are, they're it they, makes you feel something. Yeah, no, it makes, no, it you, makes feel, you feel something. Pain is what makes me feel human again. But <laughs> no, it's just like, um, like, the other day I watched the notebook by myself and, uh, I remember this. Have you ever seen it? The notebook? No. So there's a sad scene towards the end. And I remember telling myself, I said, like, kind of under my breath, Mm -hmm. I said, Henry, why why are you about to cry? You've seen the movie countless of time. Like, it's sad, man. It's, like, weird. It's a weird, it's a weird fucking feeling, you know? Yeah. It's a weird feeling, but I come back to get some more, you know? So tell me about why you like Avatar so much, bro. Avatar? Yeah. So Avatar The Last Airbender, to be specific, because just for people that don't know, Henry fucking loves this show. Probably like his number two. It's probably like no, either DBZ or okay. No. So it's Ava- no, Avatar number one. I've said this many times. So Avatar's number like, one. Like from Star Wars, from any, really? from Marvel, DC. Holy Ava- shit! Avatar is the number one thing I love on your list. On oh my, my God. No, I will Holy kill someone shit. for Avatar. <laughs> oh God! Like so, tell me about that. Like, why so, do you like that show so much? So for everyone, everyone that doesn't watch Avatar: Last Airbender, get the like pause this, and yeah, you guys need to watch this. Like, like, um, because like, so I remember when Avatar first came out. This show came out back. In, oh, like, before you go into detail, when you said watch it, it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's on. Ne- well, actually, by leave Netflix and then be on Paramount Plus. Oh, check wow. it out. But um, I remember like seeing Avatar only once when I was a kid, but that was in El Salvador, and I remember seeing a glimpse of it, and then I just ignored it, right? To this day, I still remember. 2012, I remember my little brother, Abel. That's he, how old he, it is? Huh? That's how old it is? What? Avatar? It came out in 04. 04, oh, oh, 05, sorry. From 05 to 08. Holy shit, bro. Yeah, I've man. seen Avatar. So I've seen Avatar. I've and seen he, all of it. He knows how OP it is. It's fucking good. Yeah. I, I don't love it as much as him, but like I definitely say yeah. like it's one of the top three, top 10 things I've ever seen. Yeah. But damn, it's that old, bro? Yeah, 05, man. Holy shit. So that's 16. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember in 2012, to this day, I remember um, my brother Abel, he was in the podcast. Check it out. Um, he came into my room one day and he's like, Hey, there's a show on Netflix. I still remember. I was laying in my bed and he was like, You should check it out. It's Avatar, the last airbender. there. And I was like, Yeah, sure. I binge watched the whole show. And when I binge watched the whole show, like, to this day, I guess goosebumps because, like, if you guys knew how, like, I'm scared to tell you guys how balls deep I'm. I love this show. Like, like, it's just too much. But it's like I'm not going deep because it's like bad. But it's like I love the show so much. And the reason why is because, so first of all, spoiler alert, especially Israel, if you listen to this because I know you're watching it. Pause it. Don't listen to this part. But for like. I really I love this show so much just because like the the soundtrack, the storyline, there's literally no no flaws in the show. There's no flaws. It was three seasons of pure like perfection in my point of view, right. you know. And it just 
I, I do, if you could guess what character I relate to the most, who would it be? If I'm like thinking the like deeply, let me go into the depths of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say. I don't know why I want to say Zuko, just because he's had pain in your life, in his life, and you've had uh, your fair share. Well, but he also like he's very stubborn, and also, um, in the beginning of the show, he has a lot of resentment on like the Avatar. Like he looks at the Avatar and thinks like, "Oh, this is like, this is like my ticket way out." I don't know. That that's my opinion. So it's funny you say that Zuko is my least favorite character of the show. Really, least favorite character. <laughs> Nothing, and maybe why. So, Luke, who do you relate the most? I feel like I relate to Aang the most. The main character. The main character, <laughs> only because I say that only because like Aang had to learn, he had to learn meaning be, be uh behind his suffering. He's yeah, you know, I can wake, see that. Waking also, up from a hundred years and also forgetting the past or like forgiving the yeah, past. yeah, forgiving the past, you know, yeah. and f- like I said, finding meaning. Like all, literally, all his people were annihilated. Spoiler, like. Genocide. Yeah, it was uh, basically a the, kid, bro. Yeah, the Fire Nation basically killed off uh, all his people, all the Last Airbender. Yeah, or that's why it's called the Last Airbender yeah. because he killed the Fire Nation killed every yeah. Airbender except him. So, just like him trying to find meaning and him be uh, fulfilling his destiny by defeating the Fire Lord, it's just like phenomenal. It's not only that, which is crazy, is that as much of it's Ang story, it's also Zuko story because he's redeeming his honor. Yeah. And Angus too by coming back and so it's kind of coexist and it's fucking crazy when you think about it. Yeah, and like where he was going through um the hard time of like So Ang was like the so Ang's the main character just to let people know, just in case that was forgotten already. But Ang had to challenge himself or go through these hardships of like at one point, like, is he able to kill the fire lord because that's the goal like yeah. hey defeat they always use the word defeat defeat yeah. defeat defeat and then like when it got closer to that time they say they start tackling the situation of death like are you willing to kill this guy are you willing to kill the fire lord to save like the world and like ang had to battle himself because essentially his character is based off of peace like he's, he's a monk he, he's a basically. monk essentially and he so that goes against his ways like he was taught yeah not and no kill. so it's like him battling himself to not kill because that's the ways he was taught or save the world because that's, that's also what the avatar yeah essentially the avatar what it means is like you're the protector of the world essentially and so it's like the monk side of him you can't kill you're not supposed to be doing that type of stuff and the avatar side of him is like you got to save the world somehow and if you don't do and that's like this whole battle of himself was going on. I think he was having a hard time bending at some point because of that, or no? No, that was no. Zuko when he changed to good side. Oh, yeah, because he, he didn't yeah. have the anger to fuel yeah. him. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's just a whole show, like, there's literally no plot holes. Like, every they, character has a good character development. They also do a good job relating stuff to, like, the real world. Oh, yeah, yeah. from, like... um from like Fire Lord being the dictator mm-hmm. and then uh the Earth Kingdom mm-hmm. kind of like hiding the war. I mean, we know that's yeah. basically like North Korea type shit, you know? Yeah, they do a really good job to relate certain aspects of the show. Yeah. Diversity. Also the library. Uh, there was a library part, so this th- there's this library that's like 
Uh, also, Israel, like, sorry, we're over yeah. the whole show pretty much. Yeah. So fuck them. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a library that's like famous to have all this knowledge and stuff like that. And this, this uh, general, General Zhao, right? Yeah. He, he went there to learn how to destroy his enemy, right? The and moon that, spirit. Yeah. And there was this, so there's this giant owl that's all knowing and he's, and Aang is there for the same reason. Him and his crew, they're like trying to see how they're going to defeat the Fire Lord, right? So this owl's like having memories of the general trying to find a way to destroy his enemy. And now Aang, the avatar, is doing it himself. And it was just to the point of like saying like, never repeat the past or the owl didn't want that to happen again. And just like, like today, right? Like we were taught like learn from the past so it never repeats itself or some shit like that. So I just think they does a really good job of relating shit from their show to the real yeah, world. Yeah, and it's, it's like there's so many like emotional, like there's a scene. I will ruin it, but like, like there's a scene in the show, and there's so many philosophy and like like life lessons it gives you. You know, mm. um, like the one that I always think of is like, um, you know, when Aang had to master the Avatar state, he had to let go of who he loves which is his people and Katara. And he kind of didn't want that. He didn't want to let her go. But to be a full avatar, you must let go of all your, you know. What was your, uh, fucking uh, Untether Yourself? From oh, fucking. Uh, that's from the sequel, Legend of Korra. Zaheer, where he's like, let go of your earthly tether and, yeah. th- and become wind. And you can fly. Yeah, and he starts flying. <laughs> which, like, that is true, though, in a mm-hmm. sense. Like, uh, one of my favorite quotes of that show is uh, they talk about the monks. They say to find ultimate, uh, to be to find ultimate freedom, you must disconnect yourself from worldly concerns, and that's, I mean, that's a true thing, you know. And it's just crazy. I just, I don't know, man. It just, I remember just watching the show, fell in love with it, and lucky me, that same year, a month later, that's when fucking Legend Korra came out. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. There's a scene. I fucking <laughs> cry. Like my mom, my stepmom told me shut the fuck up. Cause I was yelling and crying. <laughs> I remember there's a scene, and, <laughs> and it's the up. best scene of the Legend Korra of the sequel, where uh, Korra, the uh, the Avatar after Aang, uh, Aang passes, Korra comes. But there's a scene. I start, I know a dialogue word for word, but oh god, uh, say it, bro. Yeah, no, nah, nah, that's it. <laughs> but she loses all her like she loses her bending, which for an Avatar that's depressing. You're a master of all four elements, right? Yeah. So. She's crying, and there's actually rumors, there's theories that she was going to kill herself. That's why she was like, Cliff, she was going to jump off and kill herself. That's kind of dark. But Oh, God. She was in a cliff crying, and then you see these footsteps, and what I liked about the show, they do a good job of just showing, like, like kind of like only the shoulders and below, and with the monk close, you, everyone thinks it's Aang's kid. Everyone thinks it's Aang's son, Tenzin. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I remember... Like uh, Cora says, not now, Tizen. I won't be left alone. Left alone. And oh, Aang yeah, goes, but you call me here. I remember, I remember, because I just got done watching Avatar. Yeah. So I'm so like emotionally connected to that show. So as soon as I heard that, 
Bro, I fucking cried. Like, I literally... Rock, okay, I'm freaking out. But, like, I literally... <laughs> I literally rewatched this scene. The passion. I, I watch I watch reaction videos of only of people watching shows I like to watch. Oh, yeah. I, I don't watch gameplays. I don't watch all that gay shit. But, like, I watch people rewatch shows so I can feel that emotion again. And I was on my way to San Antonio, and I started, like, almost cried because I, I was reacting to these two girls watching that scene, and they were, like, freaking the fuck out. Cause they see Aang, you know, Aang all growing up, and she said, "But you call me." She like, she's like, "How?" Cause you're finally connected to spirit yourself, yeah. or something like that. You open to a great change when you hit the lowest point. Yeah, but I just he does I don't know, know the word for word. Yeah, but it's just like I like the show a lot, just cause the life lessons teaches you the meanings behind it, the storyline, the music. The animation, yeah, the like fight scenes, bro. Yeah, the fight scenes are fucking sick. The like, last dude, Zuko versus Zula in the end, bro. Yeah. That shit is the music, bro. Like, Same, bro. It's the music, man. It's the music, you feel man. So much more. Same thing with core. The music was phenomenal too. I think you can. I think anybody can say that. Like, there is stuff to learn from like these shows for sure. Like, yeah. there's always a secret message. I think that's the directors, the writers, whatever, his job to do, is to like teach something yeah. or have a goal, right? And who knows what the future holds for like these shows man just imagine there's another show that makes you feel the same way as avatar maybe not for you because mm. it's like your number well, one well good thing is and i as a fan i knew this was coming just because i knew avatar was just too much of it's literally the greatest cartoon of all time like that's my opinion i don't care what anyone says but i knew once the lockdown came and they put it on netflix i knew the fandom grew which it did they just announced that Avatar Studios, the Avatar verse, is gonna grow. There's many more shows and they movies did really coming good out. Shit, bro. They really did good with the spirit world. I think they were able to lay out the whole story so perfectly they they can't add on to it yeah, because like with Avatar, the Last Airbender, you knew about the spirit world, but then like Legends of Korra took it to a whole, whole new level, level deeper, deeper than like dude. Avatar Last Airbender did. So they yeah. like scratched the surface and then like they're starting to dig into. Yeah. The glacier, Think, like the whole spirit world. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's fucking. So wow. it just, I don't know, it just that's one's one of my favorite like shows of all time. I've a lot of favorite shows, but that one's like top tier for me, for sure. Yeah, I think I think the muscle one I can add like the most is like Naruto, man. There's just so many times I cry. Like now that I'm thinking about it, like. Also, another spoiler. I'm just gonna put like literally. This is gonna be spoiler, like spoiler, spoiler episode. <laughs> like, so if you haven't watched Naruto Shippuden, oh, Hubert, don't listen to this yeah, part. Close, if you're listening to this, Hubert, skip listening. like the next five fucking minutes or some shit, yeah. or ten. Um, but like Itachi, fucking love that character. Fuck, I love that character because he was willing to do so much for his his village in naruto they're called villages he was able to do so much for his villages his village to a point where he was he was he was able to kill his parents his own father and mother he was able to like just kill him with the sword and like you didn't know what he had to do until later so at the beginning of naruto in the early times of shippuden you didn't know this really you just knew that he was evil like you just knew he was evil because he slaughtered the uchihas that's his clan's name um and sasuke is his little brother he didn't kill sasuke because he just loved him too much but like he he fought like dude that scene where like you find out the truth and you see him like crying like he's like shaking holding the sword because what he's about to do he's literally about to kill his mother and father and his father's telling him like hey listen i know what you have to do i'm proud of you just always protect your little brother i'm like fuck 
I have little brothers, but like I'm not like trying to like I'm not gonna kill my fucking parents or shit like yeah. that. But like what he had to do, bro, I was like, that's so fucking heartbreaking. Like it just broke my heart, dude. That show really made me cry a lot, man. Yeah, there's just there's just like a lot of scenes, man. Another character that I relate to most, like I love DC more than Marvel. I will, oh, I will this man's about to say Superman. I yeah. know Henry. My my favorite character Superman. is Superman. Like I <laughs> love Superman, and for me, like I was so happy when the Zack Snyder cut came out because it was ten out of ten. And when Superman came back with a black suit like holy fuck like i my eyes got all watery like <laughs> the music fucking the man of like dude like superman so op, OP. And it just sucks too because like i relate to superman goku the most because like they're so nice but sometimes don't take they they take their, their niceness they're good-hearted people good heart uh is their weakness you know they're they're too nice and uh the people take advantage of it you know and i relate to it a lot. You know? One thing I did want to say before we end the podcast is that people that have not watched anime, give it a shot. Yeah. It might not be for you. Might see it and be like a little turned off by it. Like, no, nah, it's not for me. Uh, perfect example is Hubert. Yeah, he fucking Hubert said that shit it. was whack. Like, yeah, he, he's like, he said so it was whack. He says, I don't think it's whack. I just I feel like I'm like just I feel I feel, out. I feel a lot more on anime like than uh, human acting. Um, and the people that know me. When I'm in a situation I'm uncomfortable, I will laugh. I don't know what it is, but that's like my defense that's mechanism. True. Like if I'm uncomfortable, and like if I, the day I die, I my probably funeral, give, I probably give be, a little chuckle. Yeah, he's gonna be <laughs> laughing. He's like, "Oh, Henry's dead." Nah, but like when I see actors crying stuff, like I kind of I laugh because I'm like, "Dude, this is weird. It's cringy to me." Yeah, when fucking Spider-Man died, this man laughed at the. Fucking hey man, body. I only laugh because this fucking dude cried so funny, bro. There was some guy in the theater that cried super funny. I started laughing, but bro, I was like kind of holding my laugh in already. But anime crying, I don't know what it is, but I fucking ball. Like yeah. my dude, I fucking cry. Oh, yeah, I, feel I don't it, know what man. it is, but like for people that are turned off by anime, give it a shot. Keep an open mind on it. I promise you, like, there is probably one anime. There's so much out there. Yeah. Because I was the same way. I always thought anime was whack. I thought it was not good. And I fell in love with it. And, and you were too. Like, yeah, he's he fucking, does. he's binged. This yeah. man's a binge god now yeah. with anime. But, like, give it a shot. I think the easiest things to get into, in my personal opinion. SAO. Sora Online is pretty good, like yeah. a good beginner anime. Um, Demon Slayer is super easy to get into. Um, the concept's not hard; it's not confusing. It's it's pretty good. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, that's a good one to get into. I'm trying uh, to think of I've Attack seen on Titan's really fucking good. Attack on Titan is good. It's kind of hardcore in the first yeah, season. Yeah, and so shit. the first season of that one is pretty. It's just. If you're not into gory stuff, like don't watch that. Oh, it's if anything, some cool. classic Cowboy Bebop Cowboy and stuff Bebop's like good. that. I haven't watched it, but I've heard good things yeah. about it. Pokemon. But, I don't know. Pokemon. I technically Indigo League. Indigo League. <laughs> Indigo League. Uh, I just, I really recommend you giving it a shot. Open your mind. I'm literally about <laughs> in here in a couple of weeks. I'm about to go to Barbados to see my girlfriend. Um, and we're, I told her she's never watched anime. She's like one of those people that were turned off by it. But I'm going to make her watch it with Cause me. Because in the day, the cool thing about anime, there's one anime for everyone. Like, 100%. For me, like, 
Like this man, like for me, my number one anime of all time is Fairy Tale. Like people make fun of me because of there's I don't know why, but it just <laughs> I, I don't know why I fell in love with the storyline. Yeah. Um, I fell in love with the character, not to mm. met the voice actor. I lost my shit, I, but yeah. I give it out to those uh, people, the voice actors of anime. Sub, oh, of course. God. I really All recommend Might. Sub. Oh my God. Yeah. They put so much heart into their so voice much. acting. And they don't get paid that well. I'm like, dude, holy shit. They put, yeah, I don't know what it is, but just give anime a shot. Uh, like Henry said, there's so much out there. You're going to like genres. one of them. Yeah. You're going to like one of them. Action, yeah. slice of life, romance. You're going to like one of them. I promise you that. Uh, other than that, we really appreciate you guys tuning in again for another episode of the iBus Podcast. As always, you guys have a kick-ass week.